Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at That's Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now, we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Hey, y'all. Welcome to the Girlfriend's Guide to Sports podcast. My name is Claire Coles, and this is your weekly update. It's Monday, April 25th. Let's start with what you missed over the last week, and then we'll move on to what to watch this upcoming week in the world of sports. Okay, first of all, wanted to thank all of you who downloaded the last weekly update of April 18th. It was my most listened to episode ever. So thank you so much to everybody who went ahead and downloaded that. And then also for those of you who are new, so super excited. Definitely feel free to leave some feedback if you want to see different things on the podcast or the blog. But yeah, just wanted to say a huge big thanks before I get started. So over the past week, we've had some naughty baseball news. Yankees fans threw trash onto the field against the Guardians. Remember, that's the new name for the Cleveland Indians. Drawing criticism from legitimately almost every news outlet. The fans did it after they won in retaliation to Guardian center fielder Miles Straw, who clawed up the wall and was like getting in the face of fans and everything. And uh, and then they won after that. And that's when they started throwing trash at him. Then uh, Straw called the fans the worst fans on the planet. And then on the game on Sunday. So that was all the game on Saturday. Then the game on Sunday, they chanted Crybaby and Peter Parker basically calling him a wuss and making a reference to the fact that he was like Spider-Man when he crawled up the wall. So either way, it got really nasty, and there have now been discussions on how to fix that. There was up security and everything, so not a good look for Yankees fans. Then we changed to the Phillies, DH, which means designated hitter. Kyle Schwarber got ejected after arguing about the strike zone with the umpire. Schwarber slammed his bat onto the ground, tossed his helmet, and got legit in the ump's face. To add insult to injury, the Phillies did lose for the fifth time in the last seven games. So even though a lot of people are actually sympathizing with Kyle Schwarber because, well, we all have kind of been there. But both teams kind of said it had been that way all night with the strike zone being as big as it was. So it actually was fair and you can't you just can't do that. So just a bad look overall, basically in the entire sport of baseball. Moving on to the NBA playoffs, because obviously that is the major headline. So the 76ers had a killer buzzer beater on Wednesday to take the lead in that series three to zero. 
Trey Young had a great game three to bring the Hawks to their first win, and they are one and two in that series. The Warriors, the Heat, the Bucks are all leading big time three one after Sunday's games. Game four looks like a realistic target for Simmons' return, which is a follow-up story from last week. And the Grizzlies have pulled back to tie the series 2-2. So those are kind of the general short headlines for the playoffs over the last week. And then one of the more in-depth ones was the Suns are now playing without their star Booker since game two. And now the series is tied. The Suns, who the team they were the team that had the best record in the league this season, is tied with a number eight play in seed of the Pelicans. The Suns head coach Monty Williams was super displeased about the officiating in Sunday's game. The difference in what the Pelicans got in free throws to the Suns was 42 to 15. And in the first half alone, it was 17 to two differentials. So he basically, the head coach is saying that there were a lot more calls against the Suns than there was against the Pelicans. And he said that that needs to be looked at. So that's kind of gives you a heads up on the playoffs. I am going to go ahead and go through the series just so that we're all up to date. This is as of completion of Sunday night's games. So we've got the Bucks that lead the Bulls in the series 3-1. Then the Warriors lead their series 3-1 over the Nuggets. And again, the Heat lead the Hawks 3-1. So those are kind of the ones that are running away with it. Whereas the Pelicans have now tied the series with the Sun 2-2, the Suns. On Monday, we're looking at games coming up. The Jazz and the Mavericks series is tied 2-2. Celtics is the only one that has so far undefeated over the Nets, which is really surprising. Then you have the 76ers lead the Raptors 3-2. Those could be tied going in after Monday night. And as I said earlier, the Timberwolves and the Grizzlies are tied at two apiece. And you know it wouldn't be a week in the NBA news without Kyrie Irving. He has been fined $50,000 for flipping off Celtics fans after the game on Sunday. And the Nets did lose by one point. But was it $50,000 worth it? You decide. We do actually have a little bit of football news because the NFL draft is this week. The first and second rounds will be televised on TV on Thursday and the final round on Saturday. Also, if you're really confused as to why you're seeing college football on TV, that's because college teams are having their spring games over the last few weeks. That's basically just a scrimmage, which is the same team like Alabama's the red versus white. Same with Oklahoma and Georgia. Those kinds of to, those types of games are televised. This past weekend, OU did set a record for spring game attendance this year with 75 thousand people in the stadium obviously new coach as well as honoring Heisman Trophy winner number six Baker Mayfield also brought those fans in and of course because I am a Sooner fan I will like to drop that in contrast USC did draw a record crowd as well so congratulations to them and former OU head coach Lincoln Riley but theirs was at 33,000 fans now that is the biggest crowd since the 1990s but still half of what OU brought in so Golf claps for you, Lincoln. Speaking of golf claps, at the Zurich Classic for the PGA Tour over the last weekend, the team of Xander Schauffele and Patrick Cantlay proved that they really should never be separated ever again in the President's Cup or the Ryder Cup because they won in multiple record 
fashion. The two have actually grown close because of flights that they've taken to tournaments like the President's Cup over in Australia, and their synergy definitely showed as records fell all over the place. They opened the tournament with a 59, setting a new 18-hole record. Then they followed that up with the 36 and 54-hole record whole records as well they led the tournament by five strokes after just the first three rounds they did ultimately win only by two but with a score of 29 under par over billy horschel and sam burns they weren't the only people though that made history that weekend father-son combo of bill haas and jay haas Made history at NOLA with Jay being the oldest man to make the PGA Tour cut at 68 years old and four months and 20 days. This was Jay's 799th PGA Tour start. So it was a great weekend for them. We are actually going to hit on some hockey, which I don't usually do, but it is the last week of regular season. Regular season ends on April 29th, so I wanted to go over the standings as you will see a lot of Stanley Cup playoffs in the news this upcoming week. So the Panthers won the Eastern Conference while the Colorado Avalanche won the Western Conference. They won with 58, 57, and 55 wins respectively. The other teams who have clinched a playoff spot as of Sunday night are in the West, the Wild, the Blues, the Flames, and the Oilers. And on the East, we have it all decided with the Hurricanes, the Maple Leafs, the Rangers, the Lightning, the Bruins, the Penguins, and the Capitals. In the East, it took 100 points, that's how the NHL ranks their teams, just to make playoffs. In the West, the Oilers are the only team so far to earn a playoff spot under that 100-point mark, but there are still five teams fighting for the final three spots. If it all ended right now, as of Sunday night's games, the Kings, the Predators, and the Dallas Stars would have those three final spots, leaving the Golden Knights and the Canucks out. So far, the teams that have been eliminated that have no chance of getting into the Stanley Cup playoffs are the Jets, the Sharks, the Ducks, the Blackhawks, the Kraken, the new Seattle team, the Coyotes, the Islanders, the Blue Jackets, the Sabres, the Red Wings, the Senators, the Devils, the Flyers, and the Canadians. Also, if you're ever wondering, those are all the teams in the NHL that I just named. So there you go. Rounding out of our weekly update is the Olympic sports. Spanish teenager Carlos Alcaraz moved up to number nine in the world at just the age of 18. This makes him the youngest man to break into the top 10 since, well, Rafael Nadal in 2005. Carlos won the Barcelona Open this past weekend to jump him into that top 10. And Djokovic is still number one at this point. Russian gold medalist swimmer Yevgeny Rilov has been banned from swimming for nine months after appearing at a rally for Vladimir Putin and in support of the invasion of Ukraine. Although this ban is mostly symbolic, as FINA has already banned Russia and Belarus from competitions anyway, Rilov is a double backstroke gold medalist and he appeared to wear the letter Z, which is not actually in the Russian alphabet, but seems to symbolize the invasion after it was seen on armored vehicles invading Ukraine. Again, while this was supposed to be mostly symbolic, Rilov did appear to compete in the national championships in Russia, which is now being investigated by FINA. Sticking with swimming, the USA and Australia, two swimming 
powerhouses have scheduled a duel in the pool for August. This will be the first time these two will compete in match race format since 2007. Australia and United States took home over 50 medals in Tokyo 2020. Each country will send 30 swimmers to compete in Sydney in August. So get ready because it's going to be awesome. That wraps up what happened over the last week. Now what to watch this upcoming week. We have plenty of MLB games that are being played, but really only four on TV. And a lot of them all revolve around the Mets for some reason. So Tuesday, the Mets at the Cardinals. That'll be at 645 on TBS. Then we have the Angels at the White Sox on Saturday at 305 on Fox Sports 1. And the Phillies at the Mets at 610 also on Fox Sports 1. That will feature Gibson versus Scherzer in the pitching matchup. Then again, the Phillies will play the Mets at 6 p.m. That will be on ESPN on Sunday. I also included some NCAA games that you will see on TV this week as well in that same section on the blog. Going to the NBA, as this is kind of the most pertinent thing you need to know for this upcoming week. On Monday, we have Game 4, the Celtics at the Nets at 6 p.m. on TNT. Boston wins this game, that's it, and they get the series and they move on to the next round. Game 5, the Raptors at the 76ers will be at 7 p.m. on NBA TV, and Philly does lead 3-1. Game 5 of the Jazz at the Mavericks with the series tied will be at 8.30 on TNT. On Tuesday, Game 5, the Hawks at the Heat will be at 6 p.m. on NBA TV. Miami leads 3-1. Game five, also on Tuesday, Timberwolves at the Grizzlies with the series tied 2-2 will face off at 6.30 on TNT. And another tied series, the Pelicans at the Suns, will be at 9 on TNT. On Wednesday, you'll have the Nets at the Celtics, potentially, on TNT. And then the Bulls at the Bucks, also TBD. And Milwaukee leads 3-1. Game 5, the Nuggets at the Warriors will be at 9 p.m. on TNT. Golden State leads 3-1 again. So then we run into Thursday will be a bunch of Game 6s. If necessary, the Heat at the Hawks and the 76ers at the Raptors. But guaranteed, the Suns at the Pelicans and the Mavericks at the Jazz. Friday, also, Game 6s continue if necessary, the Celtics at the Nets, the Bucks at the Bulls, and the Warriors at the Nuggets. That will all be TBD, so I can't tell you what time and what channel, but please check ESPN and the blog for updates. Game 6 also that night will be the Grizzlies at the Timberwolves. Saturday will be Game 7s, all if necessary, the Hawks at the Heat, the Pelicans at the Suns, the Jazz at the Mavs, and the Raptors at the 76ers. Saturday night's games will all be featured on TNT. Sunday night will wrap up round one of the NBA playoffs with the Nets at the Celtics, the Timberwolves at the Grizzlies, the Bulls at the Bucks, and the Nuggets at the Warriors, all TBD and all if necessary at this time. Again, football, the NFL draft will start Thursday at 7 p.m. You can watch it on ABC or ESPN. Friday, the next rounds will be at 6 on ESPN or ABC. Followed the last day will be Saturday. That will be at 11 a.m. The PGA Tour goes to Mexico this week, starting Thursday with round one at 2.30. That will be on Golf Channel. Round two on Friday. Round three on Saturday will be at noon on Golf Channel and then transferring over to CBS at two. And then the same for the final round on Sunday. 
Believe it or not, for the last week of NHL play, we only have four games televised. Monday, the Flyers at the Blackhawks at 7 p.m. That will actually be on Hulu. And on Tuesday, the Oilers at the Penguins at 6 and the Blues at the Avalanche at 8.30, both on ESPN. Sunday will feature the Kraken at the Maple Leafs at 1 p.m. And no playoffs start until next week. So I will go over those once that happens. We've got a couple soccer games this week, MLS on Sunday. Also, I went ahead and put softball, women's softball on here as well for collegiate as there will be lots of games this week as we wrap up the season and the school year. That wraps it up for me this week again. Thank you so much, everybody, for downloading last week's episode and welcome new listeners. If you want those times, because I went a little bit too fast, then please check out the blog, The Girlfriend's Guide to Sports, also for additional stories as well. And I'll catch you all next week at the weekly update.